All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 35 of Top Tier Podcast. My name is Pale L. Poppy. You got the chosen one here. Crazy week, guys. Crazy week. I mean, last week was pretty crazy, but, man, we got a lot of topics, man. For, for our tech guys out there and for our science guys, for the first time ever, nuclear fu- uh, a lab out here in California. Lab in California. Oh, I didn't know that. Su- successfully was able to produce, uh, they did a nuclear fusion experiment where they were, for the first time ever, were able to generate more energy than they put in. And this is a significant milestone. I mean, this is decades and decades, at least, what, 70 years, 60, 70 years of diligent work just for that small accomplishment. Remember, we're not at the point where we have a continuous reaction that could sustain a city or sustain a, even the planet, you know, at large. We haven't gotten there yet. But that one small step makes, is, you know, decades of work. Now, let's hope doing continuous, you know, having a continuous reaction doesn't take as long. But yeah, I don't want to, we're going to get there. I don't want to stick on that. Uh, Gunna mm-hmm. got released from jail. People thought that he snitched. People are thinking that he snitched. There's a lot of social media beef and buzz about that. Uh, you know, My Hero Academia has got in Fortnite for our anime fans. That's really a lot. Of, that's really a lot of people's minds right now, and like what Fortnite really has become. Elon was brought on stage at uh, Dave Chappelle's show. He got booed. Booed the shit yeah. out of that nigga. You that know, was Elon all Dave Chappelle's fault, man. Yo, Dave Chappelle has no. Why? Why did Dave Chappelle do that? I feel like he set him up. The audience that goes uh, to see Dave Chappelle is not trying to listen to no damn Elon Musk. This nigga Elon Musk came out there and was like. What should I say, Dave? <laughs> Especially not in San Francisco. They're not fucking Bro, with him out there. Of course not, man. Yeah. I think Dave set him up. He knows his audience. What else do we yeah. have today? Uh, we also have uh, Sam Bankman-Fried was arrested. Uh, for guys who don't know Sam Bankman-Fried, he was uh, the head guy of FTX. He was uh, one of the founders of FTX. And um, him and his team, Al- Alameda Research Team, they committed a lot of fraud. They were using... Uh, customers funds to trade and do ridiculous trades on and losing they lost billions of dollars um mm. ridiculous ponzi scheme going on with him and uh yeah man drake also another one of his shenanigans for those who know about drake you can follow anything about drake he has he had a diamond necklace for each of the times that he was going to propose and then he didn't i think it's like 40 diamonds i'm pretty sure it's like 40 something diamonds yeah they're all like engagement ring diamonds to make one big necklace and it looks ridiculous to me i i, I mean I, i'm think my only thoughts are is you gotta be bored i mean if i was like would you be doing shit like that if you're a billionaire because drake is a billionaire if i don't think it matters if how much money he has i think it matters like how old are you drake that's a childlike thing to do that's a toy mm-hmm. okay he got that for himself to have a little toy nigga ain't gonna look at that shit he you think that Drake spent that much time, that much money on having a piece made for himself so that he can wear that shit like out in public, have people like, oh, nice chain, like nice necklace. Where, where'd you get that? Oh, this is made by, designed by. No, Drake got that no. shit so he could have a little toy that he could just dangle up in his little apartment or his little condor or whatever the fuck. And, that and wear that bullshit. shit like five times, not even. I think he wore it at that, that last like concert that he was at. He he did a little concert with Lil Baby, I think, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Brought out 21 Savage. That's the one I was talking to you about where he had all the women in there talking about eight words when I think about you is fuck me, fuck me. They was hollering that, bro. The only thing that made me think of, we talked about it last week, the only thing that made me think of is when the women going to be out on the, to- on the scissor tour 
home and run, I, I fuck them because I miss you. Bro. I, I cannot wait to see those videos, man. Somebody yeah, needs to hook know, me up with some scissor t- Some Somebody needs to hit, hook me up with some scissor tickets so I can see that with my own eyes. And like, you know, I, we're not talking about scissors this week, but I just, that made me, I just, something that was on top of my brain is like, we, you know, we're reacting for those who don't know. And please shame him for this. We're reacting to Breaking <laughs> Bad. I've seen Breaking Bad, but Nick has drawn it out for years and he, we're finally watching Breaking Bad. We, I finally got to and it. And we got to the scene, spoilers, I'm giving you guys a chance. Skip like 30 seconds to a minute. Um, Skylar ends up hooking up with her boss, Ted Beneke. And she's mad yeah, at Walt. that's what I said. So it just reminds me of how you said when she was like, I fuck him because I miss you kind of thing. She was mad that's at Walt. legit. So she fucks her boss. And he was just like, you know, when you hear scissor, like, it sounds awful, but you're like, ah, oh, it's catchy. But then in practice, that's some toxic shit. Yeah, SZA be speaking truth to Like, in practice, that's some, like, the, really women, messed man. up shit that she talks about. She be about speaking truth to power for the women. The women be taking that shit seriously. But in all seriousness, let's go ahead and get started. We were going to talk about, we were going to start this off with a, a pretty serious topic. We don't normally touch on these types of topics here. We talk about a lot of serious things, but this is the first time probably that we're going to be talking about things like uh, what we're going to be talking about right here. Um, Steven Twitch Boss, um, if you guys probably are aware by now, it's a pretty big story, uh, was found not more than a mile away from his home in a motel bathroom. Um and he had completed suicide. And the only reason why they ruled it as a suicide, because I've been seeing some dumbass things uh, floating around the internet, some dumbass theories. Uh, they ruled it as a suicide because there was a note uh, that they that he left behind. This type of thing um, is normally not talked about, meaning in regards to not only just like the problems that men have to go through, but the problems of the fact, like, because I've been seeing a lot of the statistics that have been coming out, talking about suicide and things like that. This always this this type of scenario always brings up a lot of these types of um, stats and research and stuff like that that are just completely astounding. Um, but the one that I've been seeing floated around the most is the fact that there is 80% of the suicide attempts in uh, the states were committed by, uh, or were attempted, I should say. I'm trying to be smart with my language. Uh, was attempted by men, eighty percent. What do you? Pretty think, astounding number. It's really astounding. I just my question is like, what do you think is the reason for the disparity? You know, not only you know the high the high number of, of men that are doing it and women, but it's mostly men. But what do you think it is? What do you think it is about modern life, modern society, or maybe you know anything related to that that you think is leading to these? You know, people, especially men in particular, killing themselves at such high rates. Well, I'm not sure if those were, I'm not sure if 80% is completed suicide attempts. I'm pretty but sure even it was attempted, just, you know, that's, they might do it again. I, I still consider it as a mental health problem that you even attempted to kill yourself in the first place. Yeah. I mean, what do you think it's leading to all these attempts? You think it's just current economic times is just any any economic downturn or has this been something it seems like this has been something that's been increasing over over the last couple of years well i think men i think it's just like men don't talk about this type of stuff men don't like when's the last time that you ever had because i mean depression is you know people are pretty open about depression these days so it's more common that you'll know someone who struggles with depression it's more common common for people to be open with the fact that they even struggle with depression themselves everybody that i've been you know 
seeing like at the celebrities coming out and having these public statements about, oh yeah, like Twitch was such a nice guy. He was always the one that brought light to the room, always was the one that, you know, everybody looked to and smiled. And then, you know, of course you see the people on the internet talking about, you know, uh, I never would have saw it. Like, uh, you know, you know, the, the cliche things that we always say, you know, that when this type of stuff happens, but the thing about it is like, what is the reason why someone could be so happy on the outside, but yet be struggling so miserably on the inside? He clearly didn't have anybody who he could relate this information to, these struggles to. So that's actually, I think, the question, not necessarily, or the answer to the question, is that there was nobody for him to probably talk to, even though he has a wife, even though he has kids, like, the fact that he was able to bring himself to do what he did. And I don't even want to say like bring himself to it because it's just like it. I was watching. Um, I just finished watching a uh, interview with Charlemagne the God. Great interview. Charlemagne the God and Absol. Uh, Absol just released an album this week. So he's on his little uh, his little tour. Um, and even Absol was talking about like he had a suicide attempt while making his this album that just released this week. And the way that he described it, because I've never been suicidal or can, I've never attempted suicide, at least the way that he described it was he wasn't even it was like a dreamlike state. So I don't even want to say that Twitch brought himself or that anyone brings themselves to do it like it's a decision that you make, because the way that Absol described it, it was almost like it was out of his hands, like God took over or something like, like that. He just like a fugue state, like a kind of like a it got so intense for you kind of blacked out and you just kind of. You know, you got so you got so you're almost delirious with it. Are you you're so checked out of life? You just something else took over. Um, yeah, because I just think, you know, relating, you know, back to what you said earlier, um, how he felt like he didn't have anyone he can go to. He can have anyone talk to. Do you think that's just really men feeling like we have to shoulder everything? We have to you know, definitely you can't, or maybe you just feel like even if you can't, you talk to someone, it doesn't help or it, you don't feel like they truly understand unless they're in your mind. I mean, you could talk to someone about it, but unless they are really like for a second mind melded with you, they'll never really truly understand what it is you're fighting. Because yeah. you could say anything to someone, they could just tell you, well, you're a man, tough it up. Like, but they've never actually experienced what you're dealing with. Yeah. They, they have no real reference. You can talk about it. And even if they shame you or they don't shame you, they don't really understand. They don't really get it. They don't, they'll yeah, never, no one will ever truly get it. It's like, um, like when you go to rehab, you probably don't want to just be talked to, lectured to by someone who's never gone through what you're going through. Had to be rehabilitated, if we want to compare it that way, as it's some type of analogy. But in terms of like men talking to other men, maybe that's what needs to be the change, the course of action that needs to take place. That Maybe that's the change that we need. The fact that you were saying like men feel like they need to shoulder things. And we already know the social norms and stuff like that. Our generation is kind of trying to change a lot of that type of stuff, but... Yeah. It's still a fact, right? When men go and they express their feelings, maybe it's not always the fact that it's just like completely ignored. Maybe it's not the fact that nobody understands. It's the fact that men don't feel like we can go to other men who would understand. Like you're going to talk to, like if you're going to go to therapy, for example, and you're talking to a woman, like sure, like their licensed clinician. Wait, what did I just say? Licensed physician. And, physician. you know, they might be able to help you out in a certain regard. But 
talking to one of your homies is completely different. Like that, that level of like understanding, like someone who's actually like grew up with you or for example, like it's different than talking to a sibling. It's different than talking to a therapist. It's different than talking to a parent. You know what I mean? Right. It brings a different level of understanding, a different reference level, re- relative level. But we that forget put, sometimes yeah. that some people don't even don't have family they can talk to. I mean, a lot of people are blessed that they have family they're still talking to. Same thing with friends. Some people don't have friends they've known for many years. You know what I mean? Like, we don't really That's know in, in Twitch's case what he would, you know, what he was dealing with. Maybe he didn't feel like he could talk to his family. Like, maybe he had a family, but he maybe like your, know, you know, like an inner family, like immediate family, or like distant cousins and other stuff that he talks to. But maybe he never. Some people don't have because, like, you know, you can't pick your family. But like, just because y'all are blood relatives doesn't mean you guys are close. You know what I mean? Like, y'all related by blood, but it doesn't mean y'all are genuinely friends. You know what I mean? People yeah, are probably much look more at like than we even realize. At least in this scenario, when you look at this specific scenario, and I think more often than not, most people have support. Like, out of 80% of the men that attempt suicide, I'd say that even a high majority of those men have at least one person that they feel can support them in what they're going through. Wouldn't you say? I agree with that. There, I mean, there has to be at least one person. I can ag- agree with there's at least one person. And even if you don't have that person, the fact that, like, there is no outlet, you could go to therapy, sure, but maybe you don't want to go to therapy. The fact that there's no outlet for you to just express your feelings as a man, you can. I'm not saying that it's not like, like you're going to be punished for doing it, but in a way, society kind of does punish you for doing it. Because the, 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 the reception of it is not along the same lines, in my opinion, to as if a woman were to express her feelings. If a woman were to break down and cry in front of an entire crowd of people. Right. But that's sometimes, the culture around it. Yeah. And especially like, the like, and there's levels to it too. It's like we're talking about not just a man, we're talking about a black man. And black right. people, black culture is, black people don't go to therapy. You know what no. I mean? It's it's starting to become a little bit more accepted, oh but There's a that's scene an entirely yeah. There's a scene in, in the new season of Atlanta where the main character, who played by Childish Gambino, uh, Donald Glover, he's going. He started going to therapy for the trauma he experienced. I don't know if you've seen Atlanta, but he finally talks about why he got kicked out of Princeton. So it was like a whole like traumatic thing about that. And when he told Paperboy, "I'm going to therapy," he was like, "Oh my God, this this nigga's going to therapy. Oh, you you really deal. enjoying my money, huh? You really." Oh, he was laughing at him. He was clowning him. He was just kind of like, like, fuck me to go to therapy. It's for? not normal, essentially. It's not something that yeah, would it's not just really... be like, because if he would have said like, oh, yeah, I went and bought a gun. He'd be like, oh, let me see it. It would be a normal conversation. That's actually pretty interesting that they pointed out that nuance. I don't know about the gun comment, because I know a lot of black folks who are just, the thought of buying a gun is just kind of like, all right, well, let me not use gun. If you would have said I went and got bought some Jordans, that's just a that's normal a that's a normal happenstance. That's that's a lot better. Yeah. If you went even even further than that, if you went and put yourself ass out by buying some two thousand dollar piece, that's all your savings. You went you saved up two thousand dollars, everything you got, and you went and bought some designer fucking jacket or something like that. Niggas yeah, gonna be like, Let I me could, see the jacket. That, that makes sense. Let me rock the yeah. jacket. I could Where'd you get that. it from? They're gonna ask you all types of questions like it's normal. But if you say, Oh yeah, I went to therapy. I'm actually going to therapy once a week. Oh, what? Like, what? 
they're going to have a whole lot of shit to say about it. They're not going to really ask the questions as if it's curious to them, though. As if and they the older care. generation is like, you need to get in the church, boy. Don't yeah. need to be going to therapy. Yeah. I'm but I'm dead ass, though. That's real. Like, that's real talk. In my yeah. family, they were more, they were much more supportive about therapy. But no, in the black community, you're completely right. Family, though. no. Yeah. In the black community, faith is what serves as the therapy, quote unquote. In the black community, if you're going yeah. through troubles, most black people are gonna in just church. go to church, right, and have to hear a sermon. The therapist tell them, "Oh, just pray." Whatever that that course of action that that course of action that a therapist would tell you is is the 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 walk that you need to go on alone like a healing journey maybe not alone per se you can talk to other people but you catch what i'm saying uh, 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 going to a sermon a person would tell you just pray about it ask someone else to change and essentially what they're saying ask someone else to change your current circumstance right but i'm also like you have to want to be helped like i've seen people in my own life they just do not want to get like they they're depressed and sad, but they don't seem like they want to also want to take steps towards beating that illness, towards beating that trauma. Yeah. They don't even want to take the, even start or even take the journey. Yeah. So you got to yeah. wonder sometimes are there some people who are just, they're going to kill themselves and they're not going to, they're not going to, you're not going to tell them, you're not going to be able to correct, course correct or help them or try to, if they don't want to actually go the opposite direction they're going to do it they're still just going to go try to do it even if the attempt wasn't successful the first time yeah and that's the whole conversation about mental health and things like that that's where it just gets extremely extremely deep there's multiple layers to it right right um because you could just be somebody you could be somebody like twitch or for example <laughs> like drake who just seems to be having all the fun in the world but doesn't seem like they have any problems though. Has riches, got nice family around him, got kids, got uh, you can get any woman that they want, but yet still do certain things where it's like to the world it doesn't seem like Drake fucking got a fucking necklace made of all the women that he proposed to, bro. Or he wanted to propose to. I don't know if it was the ones that he proposed to, but he okay, the ones that he wanted to, to or didn't. There's a reason that the 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 consistent fact in that is that something didn't work out to where that could happen. That's right. going to leave some emotional damage. So people like us will laugh at that shit, right? But if you really were to look at it, let's say Drake happened to try to commit suicide, happened to or even possibly complete suicide, a, a suicide it attempt. It would be very different. You would look at it very differently. Exactly. Exactly. But the only thing about it, though, is that it's like these are black men. So it's like... People look at us in a different fashion of it's like played off for laughs and jokes until it gets real. Then all yeah, because it's, it's like there's the no possible real. way that this person can actually be dealing with something, right? He's a black man. He's so strong. That's always been the narrative since we fucking arrived here on off of these fucking colonized ships. Is that these are big bucks? These are big black men, the strong black men. Put all the load on them. That's always they been the consistent. They don't feel as much pain. Thing. They don't need as much pain. You know, exactly. Medical exactly. And same goes for black women with that in that regard. The fact that we don't like yeah. feel the pain. They're strong enough to handle it because they always try to paint these narratives. I think of like Serena Williams, for example. And it's like low key trolling, too, to me. That's like low key trolling. They, they don't feel as much pain. Where the fuck did that come from? It's like some it's like an asinine kind of joke. Because how do you quantify that we don't feel as much pain other than I don't know. We beat them so much and they're still alive. So they clearly can take it. 
You, it's like Maybe. an asinine kind of joke. But I, we don't want to get too deep into that medical apartheid. But you know, with Drake, there's a prop. There's definitely a deep sadness under the surface. Because like you said, when you look back, and we talk about this off camera, but when you look back on his history, a lot of his songs, like you'll never be as you'll never be as big as Trey's songs. Boy, was she wrong? Like a lot of these, just we'd be laughing at him, or we'd be like, oh, he's just reminiscing. But he probably has actually really heard about a lot of these OG like songs, like Marvin's Room, all these other songs, like pretty much all of uh, what's that album called? Take, Take care. care. Take care is like the is like the is like the the soft dude Bible. It's like the the sultry good nice guy. But Bible. even the fact that we say it's, it's like soft, the nice guy anthem. Even the fact that we say it's soft because this man, the entire album is just expressing See, but emotions. It's, it's the indoctrination. It's the it indoctrination. is because like that's the first thing I think of is like he's explaining like how wrong he's been done by a lot of his his female partners, and now he's just kind of like a savage. Like he just runs through. He's Drake just runs through women now. He kind of is yeah. like on future kind of time, not having kids, but he's just kind of like every minute, one minute he's with somebody's mama, somebody's forty year old mama. Like remember he 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 like rented out a whole stadium and had a date with her, and she's like a forty year old like J Lo too. Yeah, J Lo. Uh, was he messing with Madonna or was he just flirting with her a little bit? On, on I don't fucking home. know. I know he she kissed his ass. That shit was nasty. Yeah, bro, bro, be running through. You know what I'm saying, like. But we look at older Drake, and he's more like savage with it now. But older Drake was like soft. He was always talking about like, is she the real one or is she the one for me? And blah 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 blah. And they used to call him soft. But do you think there's a deeper sadness there that we're not understanding? Do you think that's he what just I was had trying a, to hint a moment at. where he was like, I'm done being a simp. I'm gonna just be. A, I'm just gonna be a a dog from now on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because let's be honest, that happens not just to men. That happens to most people. People build up a callus over time of being scarred. Talking to one person right now tells me the same exact thing. Oh yeah, I've been through, and we've all heard it. I've been through a really long-term relationship. It ended poorly, really, really hurt me, really scarred me. I don't know if I could go through it again. What does that do? It builds that callus. You start building up these walls, all these barriers. Yeah, you get your guard up. And so when you're a man though, and you already have the world that's telling you that you're not supposed to be Feeling these emotions, and you already and if you you're do supposed feel to be callous them, as the default. You are alpha male, right? You are callous. You're supposed to come out the the womb, just ready to take the burdens of the world, or else right. you're soft. Right. Can't express the emotion. Shouldn't talk about the emotion. And if you are feeling the emotion, well, nigga, suck it up, type shit. And then, so you're dealing with that decade after decade after decade to the point where you try to maybe. Maybe you were aware of that. That's not the way to go. So you tried to express your emotions through your music. I'm going to write an entire album about yeah. it called Take Care. And niggas just clowned you and called you soft. You still got put on like it ended up working out, whatever. But you go through that for decade after decade after decade. Eventually, nigga, you're going to turn a certain way. You're going to become Especially, savage. Especially, we don't have an experience of being a rich, not only rich, probably a billionaire, billionaire famous guy you know extremely famous guy yeah how do you find real love i mean i feel like early drake was him thinking he was finding real love and he was finding phonery and fakery mm. hard in his heart and now he's just a savage with it he's like you know what i'm i'm done being played because it makes sense you know get her a birkin's bag fly her around introduce her to different people in different circles she bounces yeah how does that make you feel you thought she was the one and that happens 10, 15, I mean, 20 40 times. 40 diamonds so. is a lot, yo. 
40 maybe diamonds the 40 is diamonds lot. is all them different times, all them different times where he was like, she might be the one and he got dogged out. But you and know what's so decided, crazy you know what? about it though? Is that, you know, Drake and Future kind of are along the same, same type of, at least the way that I've seen people, specifically women, some women, approach Drake, reference Drake. They, they kind of uh, equate him and uh, uh, Future in the same type of vein where it's like they just going to hook up with a bunch of women, kick him to the curb type shit, have a kid with some random ass person, see him around maybe, whatever. But when I think about this type of stuff, I kind of see like, I kind of see it as if like, as a celebrity, when you're going through this type of stuff, I'm sure that you're in the circles where you could find those types of women, but it's too late. Yeah. I think it's too late. His face, like if he was a rich guy and he wasn't famous, he'd be fine. Yeah. But I feel like him being so rich and so famous, like you never really know. He's Drake. His representation, his representation precedes himself. He can't go in a room and just be Aubrey, unknown Aubrey. And just meet someone who's not messing with him just because he has clout, just because he's a come up. You'll never know. That's a deep, I believe there's a deep sadness there, probably deeper than we even realize. Like we see this as just, oh, Drake, he's trolling again. But he's probably lashing out. Even though it out. is pretty petty. That is a pretty petty thing to do, though. He's probably <laughs> lashing out. Because he only I, did that to show sad. up to the women that he wanted to propose to. That's the only reason why he did that. I'm pretty sure he unfollowed Rihanna and, and ASAP. I'm pretty sure. Fact check. Yeah, that nigga got hurt, bro. When he found out she was pregnant, thing. he was hard because she's definitely one of the ones on that necklace. I would do the same thing. Yeah, I I'm not fucking allowing the love of my life. I'm pretty sure he was like really, really in love with Rihanna, bro. Remember when he tried to hug her? He was like, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she, she was just like, nah. like get, get out of here, soft dude. Yeah. Uh, he would have. We talked about this swag. before. Like once he, you know, because then he's dating somebody who's on his level in terms of money and status. She's probably hiring him now, but back then they were probably around the same. And she was just like, nah, dude, you too soft. Yeah, she needed a little bit more <laughs> swag. I don't get it. Because ASAP Rocky be wearing them dresses and shit. Not saying that makes you soft, but I'm just saying, like, it's a, that's a feminine quality to you. So well, I don't really get it. He's like the, he's like the, old, like, he, he doesn't just have a drop of Metro. He has like splashes of Metro. But they say he like rocks it well. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I have that a drop word, of Metro. That see, word two, always makes me. I got the two studs. Like I think bro, this is, piercings are this, not feminine. Drop them. I mean, they, bro, if I had this on in the fifties, bro, they'd be on my ass. I'm yeah, not. but if you were alive in like I don't know, when when we're like the pirates, like you know, Pirates of the Caribbean type shit. What was oh, that? Well, I, is that like real history, or is that just like some embellishment, some Hollywood shit? They, I actually some Hollywood don't know. Shit. I actually don't they know. They actually have the one dangle, the one dangle feather piercing. I actually really don't know. That's actually a good point. But I don't think that they, I think there's certain things that American culture has made feminized or feminine quality. But I don't think that piercings, like maybe like nail polish, because like I don't know any men like that just like grew up Where, putting like, nail polish nail. on. That's yeah. something that you only only see women do. Maybe you could say like that. Is something like considered metro? I don't even know what that word means. Metro, metrosexual. But what it's does like that you do, mean? You, I'm pretty sure it means like you do things. You do you do things that are 
traditionally associated with being feminine. Like you do certain things that are traditionally associated with being feminine, like getting as a, a man ear piercings as a man. Or so like a, the guys, a woman like can't the rocker be guys. I guess I guess it can a woman be metro? I'm assuming they can. Maybe there's another term for it where it's like tomboyish. I think being tomboyish is probably like the female version of being metro. So metro is gender exclusive. I think it's gender exclusive, but I might be wrong. I'm probably okay. wrong. I'm probably I mean, wrong. But like that, I, men wearing black nail polish, like or black black nail painting, like that's metro. Like the rockers wearing a black nail painting, that's metro to me. I think that it should be like just normalized for people to just live in their humanity. It's just a form of expression. The fact that you like a way the like like the way something looks, you like the way that that piercing looks. Let me try it on myself. I may like it, I may not like it. I may keep it, I may not keep it. I like the way the nail polish looks. Like imagine if people like were like that tattoo is is feminine, yo. Take that tattoo off. Mm -hmm. That's feminine. That's soft. You'd be like, what the fuck? I like the way the art looks. Oh, that painting right. hanging up in your wall, that's feminine. Yo, take that down. I like the way the art looks. It's just a form of expression. Imagine the niggas was doing that on like that level. Man, that house is feminine. Kind of feels Sell that 90s. house, nigga. I feel like 90s <laughs> is when they were really on that, like, we're gonna police, we're policing dudes' manhood. Like, I feel like people still police people's manhood today, but it's more it's not as direct. I feel like there's a time, especially in school, where your manhood was policed. Your manhood was checked and tested and policed every single day. They still police it. They just police it in a different way. Now it's like they try to cuck you. They want you to be like a little incel, bro. If you're not an incel, bro, you, you're not misogynist. You're not, at least how that's many the women side you've that been I with? see. How many, how many, such and such. That's what I mean by policing. Yeah. What okay. were you saying? I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just think that it's separated between like these little incel alpha male dudes. And then you have the other side. And I also think it has something to do with like a little bit of like our political parties. If I'm being completely honest, I think that more so like those conservative dudes, the quote unquote conservatives, because it's not conservatism to me. It's like all right shit. But like those conservative type dudes are the ones that are always like alpha male. I don't really see any leftist well, dudes talking about guys alpha be male. Acting, they act like they're such alpha males, like the Ben Shapiro guy, like. I feel like half the time he'd be trying to act like he's just like, I'm a conservative male, a real male. And this guy was talking about what, what ass pussy. Is that some kind of, is that some kind of disease? Yeah. You're like, you like, don't even have a sexual. Himself, exposing himself. Ex you don't even have a sexual quality to women. turn on his wife like that. To your own wife, you're not even sexy. To your own wife, you can't even be a masculine, uh, a sexual uh, uh, person to your, for, your, for your wife. You can't even be, her, your wife is not even sexually attracted to you. That's what I'm trying to say. So, so you're how saying you saying the policing has gone online? The policing has gone on online with the Tates. It's it's become like reality show kind of like, kind of like corporate kind of. You ever get what I'm trying to say? It's like it's always are you been a man's man. Buy my course and I'll teach you how to be a man. If you're not following these principles and you're not a conservative male, you aren't a real you aren't a real male. Buy I my course and my consultation. I think it's always been a performative act of masculinity, but it seems like it's taking even more of a downturn. It's becoming worse. It's almost becoming where it's like, if women find you attractive, you're not masculine. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Low key. I don't That's know. That's literally I what it feels like. But you think it's like that whole MGTOW thing? For that thing, side. Like, I don't know how that makes, cause I don't think, I don't watch MGTOW dudes, but what I've seen, I never, 
made it it never seemed like they was like you're less of a man if a woman finds you attractive i just always thought of it as well their okay. idea is that modern women are tripping so hard you need to do your own thing not necessarily if they on you just let them know straight up you ain't with the bullshit. That's what I always thought it was. And I don't But agree I see with a lot of it is rooted about. in misogyny. And if it's rooted in misogyny, bro, women don't fuck with misogyny. So they're they not going to be attracted to you. That's what I'm saying. So if you're trying to, like, I don't even know what these niggas be preaching. Kevin Samuels, is is that red pill? He's like their Jesus. Is that That's red pill, yeah? I know he's alpha male yeah, type a, shit. He's in that. He's in that red pill category. That male. So if you got Kevin Samuels preaching yeah, to you, and I don't even know what these niggas be preaching, so I can't even really bring up any type of examples. All but what I'm saying, what they be preaching is like, if you're over 35, you're washed up. Uh, you need to be submissive to a man. You need to be cooking and cleaning. You need to be doing all the traditional shit. Yeah, ain't no woman I'm trying to provide hear that shit. Because I'm a high value man. Ain't no <laughs> woman a, trying to hear that shit. That shit is not attractive. Maybe for some people it works. That shit ain't attractive to no woman. So if you're doing all the things that aren't attractive to women, you essentially are becoming unattractive to women. That's what I'm trying to say. Or like the I've, Tommy Sotomayor dude. He I don't know who that is. He talks about black women. He's like, he's like the OG, one of the OG Manosphere dudes. He's like one of the, like, but he predates Kevin Samuels by like, dec like a decade. But yeah, he's like, he be talking crazy about black women this, black women that, and be having sex with the same women he hates. They exposed him. So a lot of these dudes are frauds, by the way. Oh, we've been known that. A lot that. of these dudes are frauds. We've known that. I just wanted to just point an example of, like, dude, these dudes being frauds. But they're always policing people's masculinity. Yeah. Yeah, it's that But what really about weird... in a general sense, a non-internet sense? I don't really see it as much as I did. Like, nobody's really... I don't hang out with anybody that thinks that, What are you doing though? with that extra earring? What are you wearing, bro? That's because we don't hang out with those types of dudes. Like, that's what it is. who do you know that would ever say that? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> that's the thing. But if you're in that circle, like I'm sure like around and probably like in your in your college days, there were probably people around that would have saw that second earring and been like, I don't know about your the, the area that you went to school with. I don't know if it was conservative or liberal. It was. Like I went it to school in San Francisco, so ain't nobody saying it's jack shit to me. I so could fucking do whatever the got fuck. in <laughs> San Fran. Like the gauges, you know what I mean? Those like those like gauges. That's what those things are called. Yeah, big yeah. ass gauges. I mean, because it's just freedom of expression. That's just freedom of expression. That's all it is. I'm so down with that. I think that I, it's I'm all, down with it too. I think that it's all just you trying to be as close to your humanity as possible. Like I don't even think it should be like when you're talking about like when we're talking about like the type of people that we're looking to end up with, uh, the type of people that we're looking for for spouses and stuff like that. You should just be trying to get somebody like that's why when I'm talking about these alpha males, it's kind of long winded. But when I'm talking about these alpha male sh niggas and stuff, if they were talking about like you want a you want a person who's submissive to your level of humanity. OK, I can get down with that. I, maybe I'll listen. Maybe I'll listen a little bit more to that. I'll have a bit more of an open ear to that. But these niggas are talking about because the fact that they're a woman, they need to be submissive. What the fuck are you talking about? Like a man can't submit to you? Like you can't submit to another man? Because you submit to a man when you go to work? If you don't show up on time, what you going to say? Sorry, boss. Won't happen again, right. boss. You submit to another man. So that's, that's all I'm saying. Like it, We just do need think, to get to the point. Do you think yeah, it's always the money, though, when it comes to like a billionaire? Like, do you think if you were a billionaire, would you just expect submission? From, like, is that what? Like, just because you I'm have just, money? 
just because you have your money. I'm no. just trying to think, get into these, some of these guys' minds. No, because I think that's more of that programming. I think that there are women that will choose to settle down with you because you have money. That doesn't mean they're submitting to you. They can be over there cheating on you. They could be over there disrespecting you, but they getting that money. That, right. But just because they know that you want, a comp- you want company, you want to be like consoled. You want to feel like somebody wants you. She don't want you. She just wish you because she knows they have they know how to manipulate. Right. So it's like that weird general shit. But we got to get away from that. So speaking of billionaires being disrespected, Elon Musk was brought on Dave Chappelle's show last week. <laughs> yeah. And he was booed. I mean, they was like, get the fuck off the stage. Like they it reminds me of like Squidward when Squidward was doing a little show on SpongeBob and it was like, oh, brother, this guy <laughs> Uh, Every time he just took a hand out. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Elon had a hard week, man. Elon's been having a hard week. I don't know if it was... Um, I don't know if it was... I don't know the specific day it happened, but I know it was sometime la- early last week, somebody on Twitter doxed his, uh, his private jet that he uses to travel. I don't know how they think. I don't know how they they were able to find out his location, but they doxed, him. and he ended up suspending not only that account but a lot of the accounts that were um, were being critical. I haven't been able to find any of the tweets though that those people were sharing. Right, I agree um, with the doxing because you dox me and I have that kind of. Power. You mean you agree with them suspending him suspending? That I agree account. with them suspending that account because what can you dox me? Well, for? it's him. Like, it's not if them. It's him. It. He owns it. It's him. It's his decision. That's it's what I'm saying. Like it's, his, it's, like, it's his decision. Like, what are you doxing me for, man? Like, I got too much money. People people hold me for ransom. I, I understand that. Now, the other one's being critical of him. That's completely hypocrit- hypocritical, and we got to get into that. I want to see the, those tweets, though. No one's, no one's sharing those tweets. I don't know why they're hiding them. I haven't seen them. I'd like to know what they were talking about. Because maybe there is some... That's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm open-minded. Like, maybe there was some validity to him suspending yeah, if those, re- if it's those accounts. If it's relaying inf- more information about his location, then exactly. they should go. Exactly. But just in general, you know, people are calling for hypocrisy in general for him suspending certain people that they doesn't like or him suspending, you know, platforms that are like those quote-unquote Antifa platforms, suspending a lot of those head figures in that kind of that arena, you know, of Twitter. People are saying it's hypocrisy. Because if you're so, you know, gung-ho on free speech, why are you suspending people who have a different opinion than you? It was like real journalists from like CNN, like actual right. like news covering companies. Like it wasn't just like some random fucks. Maybe it was some random Twitter accounts, but these were like actual journalists, actual reporters that do God's work. I mean, we you talk about I mean? free speech. Free speech isn't your point, your your point of view, and everybody else can fuck off. That's not free speech. That's no. the opposite of free speech. Because he was the main one that was talking about how Twitter was a, becoming a censorship platform. He was the main one. Oh, yeah, I bring back Donald Trump. He was the main one that was talking about that shit. Oh, no, I don't think he should have been suspended. Or, or I think he was talking about banning, actually. Let right. me correct myself. I'm pretty sure he was talking about banning, like a permanent ban. So the suspense thing, so the suspending thing, I don't know if he ever said anything about suspending I think it was more so about banning. I think no? it was just about. I think it was specifically about banning. 
Certain guys if it's, got the permanent man hammer that he was. Which he didn't do. Which he didn't do. He put up a couple polls. The first poll didn't go accordingly uh, because he asked people. He wanted to see the public's opinion. He asked people when he should bring back the accounts, the suspended accounts, and everybody said now. And he was like, "Oh, I did the poll wrong. It was too many options. I would do it again." And then he did it again, and it was the same result. So this nigga was like actually really hurt. This guy was actually really hurt. I think the thing that was interesting that we were having a conversation off mic about was the fact that we were talking about um, whether or not Elon Musk is like really like, because he's clearly a hurt soul. Like this, this stuff, like the criticism is hurting him. It would hurt anybody. You got hundreds of thousands of people fucking uh, trolling you on the internet. Probably a lot of people are like calling for your death if they're like doxing you and shit, trying to figure right. out your location and shit like that, give your location away. Um, this man is like actually really hurt. We were having the conversation of like, do you think he was like planning to become this brand, become this celebrity that he's become? He's like one of the most famous people on earth right now. I don't, I think a little bit that he, uh, there's some narcissism there. I feel, I think a little bit, he likes the attention. He likes the fame, but he has a very fragile ego as a lot of narcissists do. And I don't think he just has the emotional intelligence very smart man. I'm not saying he's not a smart man, but emotional intelligence. I feel like he just, they beat him up and down. <laughs> they hit him up inside up. They beat up his feelings up down the street. Yeah. I mean, he seems like he wears his emotions on his sleeve and people just get in and get in his ass. But he has I an don't enormous know why he amount of fans stage. that cape for him though. So it's like, that's true, the, but it's not enough. The, do you think? Yeah. Cause the hate obviously One outweighs beats the love. A million fans. So a lot of people. That is true. That is true. He needs that is absolute true. love. One detractor is enough to just ruin your day versus having millions of fans who are praising, singing your praises. Do you think that's more? The, it's more noticeable. The the hate, yeah. Do you think that the the fans outweigh the haters? I don't know, man. I think he has a lot of haters. On Twitter, me, it seems like there's a like shit you, ton of fans, though, bro. <laughs> His tweets be getting hundreds of thousands nah, of bro, likes. He has, he has a lot of fans, but like he also has a lot of haters because he's a piece of shit. But he has a lot of fans. It's it's about 50-50, probably 60-40 more in favor of his fans being 60%. When did this turn of events happen? I don't remember Elon Musk back in like... The only time I remember Elon Musk becoming a thing is when Tesla started. This is like, I so feel 2010s. like Elon was getting really famous like in like 2018, 2019 is when I first started seeing like a lot of like big Elon stands. When he was, when Tesla really started to really get even more famous. 2018, 2019 was like big years for Tesla. Tesla what was happening really getting, then? Really getting big. What was happening then? Like what was exactly it? exactly what was happening then. I just remember I started seeing his name pop up more. I just don't remember exactly what was going on in those years. I, I was just, and remember, I'm not, I don't know Elon's timeline like that in his fame. I just know when he got on my radar was like 2018, 2019. When you start hearing a lot more about SpaceX, I used to see articles about SpaceX all the time. But 2019, 2020, I'm pretty sure it was like Neuralink. You know, that was gotten, that was really big. Is he doing any nuclear fusion stuff at his companies? I don't believe he's doing nuclear fusion stuff at his companies. Why? If he's surprised. the one... He's like the main one talking about we need to preserve humanity. That's because this nigga doesn't really give a fuck about Earth, let's be honest. But he's like the main one talking about we need to preserve humanity and 
humanity is on the downturn and we don't have enough people here. Wouldn't nuclear fusion, you know, I'm not like the biggest guy, like the scientific guy. You're, right. you're more so like the science guy. But can you explain like, it wouldn't nuclear fusion, if you're talking about like the biggest engineer, I don't know if he's the best, but he's like the biggest, the most famous engineer on the planet today. Wouldn't that be like the course of action that he needs to be taken? Well, you would think that would be the course of action because nuclear fusion would literally save us. Nuclear fusion, I think nuclear fusion. Can you explain needs, nuclear fusion again? Well, for me and the audience? nuclear fusion, nuclear fusion is basically creating an artificial star or creating the same reaction that powers the sun on Earth. And it can be done using, you know, using seawater. You can separate components of seawater and create, I'm pretty sure it's called de deuterium that is used in creating an artificial star. And they can harness the heat and that energy to just do traditionally what you always do. You harness that heat um, and it turns a turbine and it generates that, generates the electricity. The steam mm. from it, from the heat, you know, turns the turbine. That's essentially okay. what happens. Okay. So nuclear fusion would essentially, it's, it's, it's clean. It's not, doesn't leave waste like nuclear fission. And seawater. Do you know how much seawater we have? Hella. It literally powers from seawater. So you have virtually unlimited clean energy. That would save the planet. You could have yeah. nuclear nuclear fusion plants around the planet that are just carbon capture. All they and do you is said just that suck they the just carbon cracked out of it. Or what? What was what was the well, report? Well, for the longest, the, one of the biggest things that they've tried to accomplish is getting more energy out of it than, than what they put in. So for the longest time, they'll put in a, a ridiculous amount of energy to create the reaction, and then the energy generated will be basically nothing or nothing no compared profit. to what they put in. Mm -hmm. Not exactly, not really proving the concept of, hey, this could be viable for an actual altern energy alternative. Yeah, because it wasn't a lab in California. This is one of the biggest milestones. I mean, if we really crack nuclear fusion and we have like commercially viable plants, humanity, a decade after that first plant comes on, will literally be somewhere else. Because if we had a nuclear, we had a, a small enough nuclear fusion reactor on a ship to Mars. Pretty sure you can get to Mars in a couple of months, like two or three months. So this energy, this energy could be used for it could replace any type of uh, battery. It could replace any type of engine. Like what would they be replacing? What they are the things that power would... plants? They'll be replacing like oil. Oil will be done. Oil is done. There will be fossil fuels is done. Essentially, climate change is we 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 have solved it because you have unlimited clean energy that now can power carbon capture plants so not only are we we're completely carbon neutral we're not adding anything any pollution to the atmosphere we have unlimited energy that can pull the damage that we did out, straight out the atmosphere virtually for free what are like the Make main technologies saved so you said like cars for okay so like you could change cars so like what happens to electric vehicles like what happens to the well, engines of electric vehicles i don't That's think what they're saying. gonna like, be i think it's gonna be a long time I and mean, we gotta we gotta build giant plants first to do it how do you, you talk about you talking about saying. vehicles well we we have battery breakthroughs so if they wanted to store the store the energy that would be different we, i mean we would have to talk about batteries which i'm not as well versed in batteries and what i understand about nuclear fusion from what i've read about nuclear fusion but if you're just looking from a straight up just like energy perspective just straight up plant perspective nuclear fission is done oil is done i still think in some cases, people will have, 
you know, like solar panels and stuff like that. But the energy will be so cheap. That's another thing. The energy theoretically will be so cheap. It should be basically be free. You probably pay like anywhere from like 10 to 50 bucks a month. I'd say everyone just to maintain the plants. But it's not like barrels of oil. Like oil is done with nuclear fusion. Oil, oil is already kind of done. What like not now? No, no, because no, I'm, I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying to imagine the the world. We're decades from like what we currently have. Take out nuclear fusion. We're decades from oil being done, and by then we we will have done so much damage to our environment. Who knows if we'll even be here? Is what I'm trying to say. What are there any like common movies, like popular movies, where nuclear fusion is a thing? Well, I mean, a lot of them are bullshit, but there are some, like Spider Man Two. They made it. Seem oh, that's like, nuclear fusion. That's nuclear. Oh, he fusion, literally was then, creating a sun. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah, like the power of the fusion. sun. That's my favorite line: the power of the sun. But it's bullshit because they hand. made it seem like if it melted down, it would just annihilate the city. It can't do that. If it, if the reaction fails, it just stops. It just shirks out. It's like a balloon popping. It just. And just stops. It just fizzles so out. So that was nuclear fusion. That literally yeah. it makes sense because he was on the bay, he was on seawater. Well, I don't know if that's seawater, but he was on the bay, and he literally was creating a sun. All right, what are, what's another one? Is that like the most popular one? That's like the most popular one. I don't think I can think of another one, but that's like the most popular one. That's actually really that dope. I can think of. I'm here for it, man. I'd like for the world to change. Humanity is saved. I mean, that's like a big deal. I swear to God, we're going to have like nuclear fusion. Because remember, it, like if you think about it, like I know we we're talking about Marvel before the guys come and eviscerate me. We, this point is just fantasy. We're just talking. But I think nuclear fusion would be give us enough raw power that you're going to be able to, you're going to start seeing like, you know how like Avengers, they have that shield base. Because in an MCU, nuclear fusion has been solved since Tony solved it in the early MCU. That's his so Iron you're going to be able to have giant shield bases and floating hotels and all kinds of stuff because we're going to have the raw energy to do it. Is that his actual uh, missions to thing? Mars? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure it's nuclear fusion. I'm not sure though. How come I no might one be talks wrong, about this stuff though? Sure like, why is that not like common knowledge that that's what that man is doing? I think that that would inspire a I, lot of the greatest minds if like the most popular these movies make is, billions though. of dollars. I've like, never heard really anyone curious. say that, bro. I've never heard anyone say like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man 2, that's nuclear fusion. That would be an incredible uh, accomplishment. Oh, yeah, Tony yeah. Stark, by the way. It is? His his arc is nuclear fusion, yeah. Bro, I feel like that's the type of shit that needs to be, and I guess we're doing it technically right now. That's the type of shit that needs to be like more common knowledge. I feel like that would inspire the next minds to want to actually like, because, you know, like, What's the saying? Like art imitates life or life imitates art, art or whatever. But I'm sure mm -hmm. art imitates life. But I'm sure it works vice versa as well. But his shit was like, bro, we just all we did was just did an experiment to prove that it was possible. And remember, when they actually build the real ones, they're going to be these huge, super billion dollar plants. Tony had this shit smaller than the size of like in his an chest. iPhone. Like, in his hand. In the palm of his hand. In the palm of his hand, literally. There's levels to it. They missed on that. They they missed on that. They had it. They literally had the nuclear fusion, the power of the sun in the palm of his hand. They didn't even use it. Why didn't they use that yeah. line? I don't know. Maybe they Sony, missed on uh, that one, bro. They missed on that one. Uh, yeah, man. That's why that suit was so powerful, man. He had the power of it was the star, power of a star was powering his suit. Of I didn't fucking was, know that Iron Man was strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a really random topic, but we mentioned it at the top. 
I kind of wanted to hear you go in on a little bit of this uh, My Hero Academia being in Fortnite. Fortnite, Fortnite is not, man. Yeah, I, I, Fortnite is not like on my radar. I don't give a fuck about Fortnite. But mm. watching the evolution of how it's changed, because I saw that they got. We already been known they've been getting the Star Wars. We already been known they've been getting like the Marvel characters, Dragon the DC Ball, characters, Naruto, and shit like that. Marvel, but yeah, DC. now they're starting to go like an anime yeah. direction. They're going so, anime hard. They're going anime hard now. I'm only thinking because I'm a futurist thinker. One I like to think like way, way far into the future. When Fortnite is eventually a uh, virtual reality realm, they're going to have a. Mon- I don't know if you could say monopoly because I don't know how their deals are structured with these companies in order to do these types of collaborations. But if these at a certain point become exclusive collaborations for the video game industry, they're going to have everything. Oh, yeah. This feels very ready. Like Fortnite to me feels like pre VR ready player one. Like when you go into a lobby, yeah, you just yeah. see all these. You see Goku, yeah. you see Master Chief, you see Kratos, you see Doom Guy, you Everything. see a whole bunch of Naruto Every characters. Every possible reference. It's like crazy. It's literally Ready Player One. That's literally yeah. Go into a Fortnite lobby and watch watch Ready Player One. Go into a Fortnite lobby. I swear it feels the same. It's yeah. kind of crazy. I was literally watching a video today when I was trying to research like what the fuck is going on with Fortnite, where it was like the nigga was like, okay, uh, I don't, I would, I didn't recognize the character that he was. Um, I'm not a big anime guy. But he was like some anime character, and then he like, you know, transformed into his, whatever his powers are, mm-hmm. and he fucking sees Superman. Yeah, from and, my hero. And Superman yeah. originally is Clark Kent, and then he just transforms into Superman, and then they turn around the corner and they're like, "Oh shit, nigga, Goku!" And this nigga gets blasted. <laughs> I'm like, this video game has completely changed. Like, it's becoming kind of like how GTA is a little bit, where it's like everybody's able to just add like it's an entire world it's already virtual reality it's just not we're not wearing the glasses we're not like transported exactly. into it but you kind of like i think fortnite really is ahead of its time like i'm not like other other people have done crossovers but they have committed i'm pretty sure they even said they want to they want to make a metaverse out of this whole thing eventually over time they got the money to do it man they rich as hell off the backs of mom's credit cards is epic kids. is epic private I think they're private, but I, I can look this up. Epic Games private company. Private company. I'm pretty sure they are. I cuz dude, they're going to make some they're already making money. Well, what um, other what other things do they have? Is it just Fortnite? Like what yeah, other it's, what it's other IP not. do they have? Well, they have it their own game on. store like Steam. They have it is probably on. They have their own game store like Steam. So that's pretty big. And they have a lot of exclusives, so you have to use them. Um, they're known for Unreal Tournament, which is a very famous 90s game. Very famous. I'm pretty sure they own that IP. But is that, that Unreal that Engine? Is that their property? I believe so. I believe Unreal Engine is them. I'm pretty sure. So they're pretty much like they they haven't monopolized the industry by any means of the yes. imagination. But Unreal Engine is them. Okay, but they have like an extreme stranglehold. Their market share is incredible. Is there any like what's the competitors? I'm only asking all these questions I to you because you you know it's more really about real, bro. Unreal. I mean, there's other people who make their own proprietary engines, but everybody's moving over. Like Cyberpunk was a disaster because they had their own proprietary in- engine that was awful. So they announced the Cyberpunk sequel, and they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna use Unreal." Like everybody's using Unreal. 
Have you seen like the demos for Unreal Engine 5? I think I showed you that Matrix one. The Matrix one I saw, 5. yeah, yeah. Shit looked mm -hmm. like it was real life. Like yeah, it does. they got a, they got they got the industry in a chokehold. Cause it's like yeah. they say it's really easy to develop on. It's standard. Everybody uses it. It's easy to train people up on. So they got a strangle kind of on that kind of development side, providing for the main games. I, that's that's incredible. That's actually really incredible. Yeah, it's just been really amazing. I just wanted this to talk about it a little bit, just to get a little bit of a have you played it yet? No, I played it yesterday. Yeah, I played. Dude, it was so fun because, you know, in my, you got to, I, come on, bro. Please watch three episodes of My Hero. Just three. You can drop it. I don't care. I need you to watch three. Just three. three it just doesn't sound like a good show. It, it, it's solid. I think it's better than Naruto. What's the rating? I love Naruto. Naruto uh, is probably ass. Like rated teen. It's probably rated teen. I don't think that's a good show for me. I think I need a little bit more but, mature. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it, but yeah, let's move. Let's uh, so yeah, man, like, yeah, I mean, I think my hero, man, it's really fun, man. I mean, like, they have this. You get like every time they bring the anime characters over, they add items in the game so you can do a lot of their moves. Mm -hmm. So like the main character, he's kind of like a Superman kind of guy. That's why he had he was next to Superman. He just punches really hard and like fucks up buildings. And when he punches like his hardest, it causes air pressure and he just destroys buildings. So you get this item where you go in the air and like punch people. I saw this dude. And he had it in his hand. I had it in my hand. We went up at the same time and just clashed. I was like one of the sickest moments <laughs> I had in gaming in a long time. And I killed him. I got up. I was so hyped. I was like, damn. It's become a fantasy world. This is what we're doing, man. Fortnite? Yeah, it's become a fantasy world. I yeah. low-key kind of want to get into GTA 5 again because it's just like they've, they've created this entire fucking fantasy realm where it's like it seems like you could do damn near anything in that shit now. That Harry yeah. Potter game that's coming out, that's that type of shit too. That game looks crazy. Um, speaking of living in a fantasy world, you know, some people think this can't be real life. That Gunner is out of got out of prison already. He's <laughs> snitching. They think he must have be all off his mind. Well, and, what and I, they're pulling up. People I think that we need him. to. I think that we need to understand exactly like like when when people are saying he's snitching, like. And let's be honest, okay? We're both from SoCal suburbs, all right? I don't know. I, you're from the suburbs, yeah? You're not well, from the ghettos. You're not from the ghettos. When I was a kid, but it didn't really count because I was still very You didn't grow up in the ghettos, though. Not not really. I mean, kind of. I mean, when I was a kid, I grew up on a street where it was like people were shooting. Like, that's real shit. Ah, uh, then I'll speak like, about myself. I was like myself, five to seven man. years old. Now, when I, I was eight, we moved to, like, a gated community, and that was nice. But, like, growing up, like, I was still sheltered, but, like, we kind of, we were in the hood, like, legitimately. Nah, not me. I was hella sheltered. I was hella sheltered. And then I Kodak was, like, from then on, I was pretty, you know. Kodak said it when he was in, uh, when he was in Calabasas. I'm a suburban dude. I'm a suburban. So, I don't know nothing about all this street talk, nothing about this gang talk. I do not try to act or perform as if I do. But... I think that when we need to, when we when we look at this case, we need to understand that just because this man is taking a plea deal and the deal looks really nice on paper or whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's out there snitching on anybody. Like, what is snitching to me? Like, snitching to me means that you're naming getting specifics, out early. getting out early and getting trinkets, and he's out. Well, that's just that's just a jail. perk. That's just a perk that normally comes with snitching. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're like. To me, like snitching means like. Like if if uh, if John did a crime and I saw John did a crime and I got picked up as an accessory, I got arrested as an accessory to the crime. And then the police asked me, all right, uh, 
who is at the crime, who did the crime. And I said, I saw John do the crime. That's snitching. But if they say, all right, who did the crime? Uh, Did he have black hair? And I say, yes. Did he have blue eyes? And I say, yes. That's not snitching. I'm just providing information. That's what snitching is, though. Nah, I disagree. I disagree. Now, maybe it's snitching if you are co if you are co you are collaborator, it's snitching. But if you're just providing information, it's still snitching, but it doesn't get the same kind of treatment because you just you a bystander who just was there. This is a Rico charge, though, and Gunna is not the head of this. He's not getting the most of the charges. Gunna, it, to my knowledge, is on a racketeering charge, which means. Essentially, if I'm understanding, he's got the whole label. He's associated with the organization. He, yeah, exactly, exactly. He just reaps the benefits of it. So he's not the one that's necessarily out there perpetrating all of these crimes. He's just quote unquote an accessory. I don't know if I can use that. I'm not the biggest on like uh, uh, law. He's just affiliated in some way. Where exactly. It applies to him where he can be exactly, and he gets that. picked up with it. That's just normally what happens in most of these gang charges. So that doesn't. So when I see that Gunna gets a plea deal, that's oddly not oddly, but that's very similar to a lot of the deals that I'm seeing a lot of these other YSL guys getting, where it's like, you know, suspended time in jail, uh, suspended sentence, uh, some time served in jail, but not that much. A lot of parole, not parole, uh, probation. All their deals are kind of like, and they're all pleading guilty. Like these are all plea plea deals. That doesn't necessarily mean to me that all these people are snitching. Otherwise, wouldn't the case be wrapped up by now? It would be wrapped up if it was, they got him dead to rights. What is else? What else is there to talk about? I think there's like more. There's like a more than a few of these guys that they've already right. got plea deals off of. My issue is with the people's reaction. Like I, we just, I mean, I'm trolling. Like you know, he he probably snitched. He's talking too early. But like, people are like legitimately tracked down this man's car and they're throwing cheese slices at it, talking about cheese for a rat. I saw that, and I'm like. Clearly, this is for clout. This is people trolling and being funny. But I'm also like, y'all did never have any type of smoke for the George Zimmerman dudes out here. Y'all don't pull up on nobody's car doing anything, but you pull up on Gunna. It's just weird mm-hmm. to me. I feel like people have this weird relationship with rappers. They hear what they say. It's not just the with music, rappers, too. It's like, I'm going to go test his gangsta, but you won't go test nobody else's gangsta. I see what you mean. Yeah. Random rapper. It's That's weird. True. It's like, I'm going to go steal this guy's chain. It's like, all these other people you could be out here robbing. Not saying you should do that. You know, but honestly, we're talking about going back to PNB Rock. They pulled up on PNB Rock and you got all of Orange County and Anaheim to go rob. But you're going to pull up on some random guy and try to steal his chain. It's that's true, yeah. Like we only go after our own. Exactly, is what I'm Yeah, you have no you have no real heart other than to leech off somebody who's part of a community that's been historically disenfranchised. Cuz it kind of makes me think of like in the same vein, kind of like how we did Deion Sanders recently. Yeah. How everybody just hopped. You ain't, I've never seen that type. I've never seen that type of uh, reaction for a, a, a sports coach going to, to, to a different team. But black people hopped on that man like, like, like he was fucking like Martin Luther King saying like, actually, I think racism is okay. Yeah, <laughs> like they hopped on him with like vitriol almost so it's kind of like in the same vein we only hop on our own yeah you don't you don't really see that going on in the white community as much i mean but you know but crimes are crimes of proximity so i'm not on i'm not completely on that black on black because i don't agree with that as a concept like you're going to leash from people who are near you 
But I still feel like in general, you don't have no heart unless you're really going after you going after your own like that. You're stealing from your own people, your own mama or whatever. You, you don't have no real heart. Yeah. You're not really built for it. But that's all I really got to say about Gunna. I can't believe you think that he snitched, though. You think So you think that Gunna snitched? I don't really ev- think that he snitched, but I don't really know. I mean, this is like kind of like a wait and see kind of case. I feel like we got a, we got months before we really see this case resolve, and people really think Thugger is done. So Seems like it. Atlanta is going through it, bro. You got – is is uh where's Tory Lanez from? He's from Canada Toronto. Preacher? He's from Toronto. I don't know why I thought that he was affiliated with Atlanta. But yeah, this I mean, at least in terms of like the cases that are going on with rappers, bro, it's like that case and you got the Tory and Meg situation going on. And I think following I don't know if you've been following like really that. big too, but we're not gonna get into that one until he finishes too early. But his girlfriend. Some people really think that the, what is is his like Meg's friend was the one who shot her. And that Tory is like kinda like I think that's what they're trying to her. figure out. That's probably gonna be the one that's that's probably what the case is gonna revolve around. That's probably what it's gonna it's gonna die on that hill. It's like who was holding the gun, obviously. So, yeah, I think they were just testing it. We're not going to get into it because it's, it's too early for that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Top Tier Podcast, episode 35. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>